you really wanna know, then come on, let's go. Take a stroll down those. What's going on, Mountaineer Nation? Welcome into another edition of the Country Roads webcast, brought to you by Trio 4 Productions. We are the official podcast of Almost Heaven Athletics, found on the web at almostheavenathletics.com, and spring football is here already. Yes, indeed, we're about to get our first look at the new uh, Mountaineer football team and how they will look under a completely new coaching staff with head coach Neil Brown leading the team. Um, Finally here just about ready to get underway. So we will be discussing uh, spring football and giving you a preview of that, um, of the team, and what Neil Brown said about the team and what to expect from spring practices in his uh, pre-spring press conference happened about a week or so ago. But before we get into that, let's talk about some Mountaineer football news. West Virginia announced a home-and-home series with the Alabama Crimson Tide that will start in Morgantown. First game will be played in Morgantown in 2026, with the second subsequent game being played in Tuscaloosa in 2027. Additionally, West Virginia received their first two commits for the 2020 West Virginia football recruiting class, and they were a three-star receiver in Reese Smith, 5'11", 175-pounder. He's actually from the same hometown as head coach Neil Brown and from the same high school as well top 10 player within the state of Kentucky. The other player was the quarterback the Mountaineers will take in 2020. Uh, some believe it may be the only quarterback the Mountaineers will take in the 2020 recruiting class. That remains to be seen, but the second commit of the 2020 recruiting class is three-star quarterback Garrett Green from Tallahassee, Florida, six-foot, 185-pounder. He's a dual-sport athlete, good runner, strong arm, and he's actually a top-20 dual-threat quarterback nationally. So a couple commits for the 2020 class. And then also, of course, the big news that we're going to cover on our show is the upcoming spring football practice. Um, it begins Tuesday, March 19th, and will conclude on April 13th with the spring game at 1 p.m. And uh, people are excited to see what the format of that spring game is going to be, as well as some possible reveals. And uh, one of those is likely to be new uniforms that the Mountaineers will be wearing this upcoming season. So... That's about it for the Mountaineer football news for now. Let's get into the meat of the show and talk about the upcoming spring practice. All right, so head coach Neil Brown held a press conference on March 7th, which is actually an easy date for me to remember because that's actually my birthday as well. So, um... His uh, March 7th spring, uh, excuse me, March 7th press conference rather detailed uh, spring football had to deal with spring football, um, let people know about the roster. You know, most of, most of the time before spring practice, uh, coaches unveil a depth chart. He was let it be known that he wasn't going to do that yet. He wanted to get a chance to look at the players and didn't feel right uh, coming up with the depth chart when he hasn't even got to see any of them practice yet. So instead of unveiling a depth chart, he uh, talked about some of the players that were injured, uh, discussed what the practice schedule would be, um, unveiled some position changes, and you know also broke it down position by position. Um, you know who would be competing there, what they were kind of expecting in the spring, and then also. Uh, Talked about the team's five goals for the spring. And um, I will talk about those right now real quick. The five goals Neil Brown said he has for the spring 
is that he wants to establish the practice expectations, how they intend to practice. He wants to identify the personnel at each position and work on formatting a two-deep, the formatting a depth chart. He wants to teach basic fundamentals, and then he wants to teach the base scheme on offense, defense, and on special teams. And then lastly, he wanted competition, not only between offense and defense, but also competitions within each position group. So that's kind of what uh, Neil Brown hopes to achieve in the spring. Um, as far as incoming recruits that will be available for the spring, West Virginia will have three of those that are early enrollees and will participate in spring football practice. And those will be defensive end Tage Austin, cornerback Deshaun Miller, and safety Kerry Martin. Um, departures uh, that won't be around for the spring or for the upcoming season, we've previously discussed Matt Jones left the offensive line. Also, Joe Brown has left the offensive line, and kicker Luke Hogan, who did some kickoffs for West Virginia last year at times, has left the team as well. So those are your three uh, main departures, not due to graduation or anything like that. And um, before we get into it, um, you know, I'm going to give a rundown of the positions and stuff as I get in, just to uh, talk a little bit about what um, Neil Brown said about each position, but it's going to be brief. But if you want a detailed um a preview of each position group and who's going to be competing in, in the, within those position groups in the spring and what to expect from each player and a little bit about each player, you need to go on to almostheavenathletics.com, check out the great position preview series we've been running there, um, detailing each position group. Quarterbacks through safeties are, uh, have been completed at the time of this recording. It'll be wrapping up with specialists, and you'll have a complete uh, series of position previews to uh, get you set for upcoming spring football and know who's going to West Virginia is going to be employing at each position this season and who will be around for the spring to try and compete for those positions. But before um, we get into that uh, portion, I'm talking about specific. <laughs> specific positions within this uh, podcast let's talk about those things that I mentioned Neil Brown touched on um, you know the schedule uh, said at the opening of the show uh, spring practice begins March 19th uh, 14 practices between then and the spring game which will go down as the 15th practice on April 13th at 1 p.m. Eastern time in Morgantown for the gold blue spring game and then of course injuries and position changes were the other things he discussed before talking a little bit about each position group. So injury-wise, this is what West Virginia is looking at for the spring. Um, as many remember, linebacker Charlie Benton suffered a knee injury in the opening game last season. He's still recovering, likely won't be available for the spring, but will be full go by the time summer and fall rolls around. Tight end Mike O'Laughlin, who was hurt in the preseason last year, is also still recovering. He's able to run now, do some routes, things like that, but no physical uh, contact for him in the spring, so he won't be involved in any of the scrimmages or anything like that. Um, Adam Hensley, the linebacker that was hurt in the latter part of last season due to a knee injury, he's also out for the spring, will be unavailable. Quandarius Qualls is um, you know, the linebacker that was injured last season, missed all of last season, him and Brendan Ferns essentially missing the entire season. Qualls is still limited in what he can do, but they're hoping that as spring practice progresses, he'll be able to do more going forward and may even get to participate in the spring game. And then lastly, Jacob Butchergrossi underwent surgery recently, and he is out for the spring entirely. And um, that's big because that's one of the guys that will be competing to be West Virginia's new starting center. As we mentioned, Matt Jones has departed from the team, and he has been the team starting center the past two seasons. So West Virginia will have a position battle going on there, as well as many other position battles as well. And with a new season comes 
not only position battles, but position changes. Some guys switch positions on their own. Um, some guys, some of the times the coaching staff see something and want to make some changes and some position switches. And especially true now with West Virginia getting a new regime coming in, moving some guys around a little bit. And so this spring, some guys that have changed positions are Chase Burnt. He uh, had been playing. He's played some tackle and some guard throughout his career on the offensive line, actually. But this year, he's going to move to center to be involved in that competition for that starting center job, which we'll get more into the positions later on that and, and uh, tell you who he will be competing with at that for that center spot. But he's going to give a center a try. And then James Gamitter, who was a defensive tackle West Virginia, West Virginia signed in last year's 2018 recruiting class, he redshirted last year, worked on the defensive line all year. But the new coaching staff likes what they see from him, and they think that he could turn into a good offensive lineman. So he will move from the defensive line to the offensive line. This year will be his first year of eligibility as a redshirt freshman, and he will be impl- – excuse me. He will be um, experiencing that season on the offensive line rather than the defense. Quandarius Qualls, who I mentioned earlier, been an outside linebacker during his tenure at West Virginia, missed last season due to injury, going to be back this season, and he will be at a new position as well when he comes back. He will be a defensive end within this defense. They like what they see from him, think he can be a good pass rusher going forward, so you'll see Quandarius Qualls as a defensive end this season rather than a linebacker. And then also, Jake Long, who was a corner expected to contribute last season, hurt in the offseason, had to miss the entire year. This season, he will be moving to safety. So from corner to safety, Jake Long hopefully uh, fully healed and is ready to go, and maybe he'll be able to contribute at safety. So just a rundown of those again real quick. Chase Barrett from guard to center. James Gamitter from defensive line to offensive line. Quandarius Qualls from linebacker to defensive end, and Jake Long from cornerback to safety. So there's a breakdown of some of the injuries and position changes as part of the pre-spring preview. And um, now let's get down into talking about what to expect at each position um, in the spring. Now, as I said, check out the position preview series at almostheavenathletics.com that we're running there. If you want more detail on each position and exactly what players are have departed the position, what players are returning to the position, and what players are the newcomers, as well as information about each of those players and who will be around for the spring, etc. In, in our breakdown here, I'm just going to give a brief little rundown of each position and detail what Neil Brown had to say about each position during his pre-spring press conference on March 7th. So getting right into it now, I'll start off at the top at quarterback. I'm sure that this is the one that uh, people are – most excited about, most looking forward to finding out is, you know, West Virginia is going to be looking to fill the uh, shoes, the empty shoes left by Will Greer's departure, and, you know, they'll be doing using three different guys to try and do that, and it's comp- open competition, anxious to see who comes out, so quarterback's definitely a position of interest, and as I said, it'll be a three-way competition between Jack Allison, Austin Kendall, and Trey Lowe. Um, also, there's a walk-on there, Trent Jackson, who can provide another arm and get uh, some reps there. And Coach Brown, you know, he, he mentioned uh, the quarterback position, and, you know, he figured that people would be asking when they would know who the starter would be. And he said that there's no really specific timetable, but he said, you know, having gone through a lot of these quarterback competitions, the one thing that he can say about it is that when it's clear, it's clear. So, you know, when he knows, he'll know, and he'll let us know right then. He said it could be, you know, in the spring. It could be at the end of the spring. It could be 
before fall camp. It could be over the summer, he said. But when it's clear, it's clear, and we'll know who the starting quarterback is at that time. But mentioned it's a three-way race between Jack Allison, Austin Kendall, and Trey Lowe, and they're going to give all three of those guys equal opportunities. So that's um, people are anxious to see that, and I, I know I am, and I'm sure the rest of Mountaineer Nation is as well. So a uh, running back. Uh, Brown, Coach Brown says that it's the strength of the offense right now. All four players, uh, Kennedy McCoy, Martel Petaway, Letty Brown, and Alex Sinkfield are really talented, and he says they need to find a way to try and get more than one of them on the field because he likes what he sees from all of those guys and hopes that um, the competition within that position group can be reflected throughout the rest of the roster and uh, get enough talented players in there competing the way that he feels the running backs are going to compete. And those are the four guys that will be available for the spring. Also mentioned Tony Mathis, but he will not be around for the spring. We'll come in in the summer and be around for fall camp. So that's the four guys you got for the spring is the four guys that have been here, the two seniors and uh, Kennedy McCoy and Martel Petaway, and the two uh, now sophomores in Letty Brown and Alex Sinkfield, all competing for that job as well, but all probably going to be receiving some playing time this upcoming season. Now tight end, you've got Giovanni Haskins, who uh, is going to be the favorite to take over there. And Coach Brown specifically mentioned him, saying he has all the skills you look for and has had a great offseason. He's also mentioned T.J. Banks as being a guy that could fulfill the number two spot there. And also Mike O'Laughlin once he returns from his injury. That's the player we mentioned earlier they missed last season. And hopefully will uh, be able to be at, at full go once uh, summer and fall rolls around. But he can run routes and stuff now at least. So hopefully be able to get some reps even though he can't get any contact. T.J. Banks and Mike O'Laughlin are the two guys you're looking at to compete for the backup job behind Giovanni Haskins. And then can't talk tight ends without talking fullbacks as well. And the fullback this season in the new scheme is going to be uh, something that uh, Coach Neil Brown has described as an S-back in his offensive scheme. And basically what he describes the S-back is, is you know, primarily used for blocking, but not only can they line up in the backfield, you know, leading the tailback, they can line up on the end of the line or they can line up, you know, behind the line detached, but still used as a blocker, kind of like a, um, like a, uh, what, what I want to call it, like, you know, the, the power pistol that West Virginia like to employ a lot, kind of like that, but even closer to the line, but still behind the offensive line is how he likes to use that S back a lot, he says, and also kind of like an extra tight end almost. But he said it's, you know, essentially the fullback in, in, in their offensive scheme. And Logan Timmons is the guy that he mentions there that will probably get the nod for that job and be on the field there the most of the time. And then let's go over to wide receiver. Um, all the spots are in limbo as to who will play exactly what positions is uh, the way that Coach Brown puts it. He's, they know, they've got some guys that they know are going to compete, but they don't know who's going to be on the outside, who's going to be on the inside, who's going to be the top guys yet. But he did specifically mention Marcus Sims, um, T.J. Simmons, and Tevin Bush. says that T.J. Simmons and Tevin Bush need to increase their roles. And um, I think that you're looking at those three guys as a great chance to be your top three receivers in some uh, – in some mashup, you don't know who's going to be on the inside and who's going to be on the outside, but those three guys are probably the likely favorites. But then he also went on to mention guys like Sam James, Bryce Wheaton, Quincy Hall, Randy Fields, that it, the spring could be very critical for them to establish a role in the offense. 
And, you know, the guy that I really like out of those, uh, Bryce Wheaton has great size, but I really am a, a fan of Sam James. His his speed, I think he's going to be a contributor in this offense. And I wouldn't be surprised, just purely speculation and just kind of my uh, hot take, my prediction that Sam James ends up as one of the top four receivers on the team, mixing in with um, Bush and Simmons and Sims. I think you'll have a steady mix of James this season. But we'll see how that goes in the spring when we get our first chance to see these guys get on the field. Um, offensive line. Now, this is the uh, position that head coach Neil Brown said is probably the most important thing this spring, especially at cent- at the center position and you know, the interior of that line. The only spots that are likely locked down on the offensive line right now are going to be left tackle and left guard, where you're going to have Colton McKivitz moving from right tackle to left tackle to fulfill Yannick Adjust's spot, and then Josh Shields holding down the left guard spot. So the left side of that offensive line should be strong. Those are your most experienced guys and arguably your most talented guys. Then center, right guard, and right tackle, there will be position battles for each one of those positions this spring to see what guys end up playing at what positions and, you know, who are the favorites there. You know, center, I mentioned Chase Barrett's moving there. Jacob Butchergrass, he's going to get a chance there, but he's out for the spring. So in, during the spring, you're going to be seeing Chase Barrett and Bryson Mays uh, compete for that center spot. Bryson Mays is a guy that received high praise from the last coaching staff, and that's nothing new with this new coaching staff as well. They've really um, liked what they've seen from Bryce and Mays as well. Then at the right guard spot, a guy like Michael Brown's a guy who could factor in um, there at that position. And then uh, the, other, the other tackle spot, um, Kelby Wickline's still around, so he's a, he's a guy that could factor in there as well. But as far you know, the centers, they've kind of said who's going to play there, but the other linemen, they haven't said if they're going to be guards or tackles uh, quite just yet. But um, from what I've heard, all, new offensive line coach Matt Moore doesn't specifically peg guys into guard or tackle as much as he likes to have a left side and a right side. He feels like you, you can play on the left side of the line, you can play guard or tackle, and you can play on the right side of the line, you can play guard or tackle, but he wants to specifically keep guys to one side. You either be a left side offensive lineman or a right side offensive lineman. But they will peg down who's going to start at each one of those positions, hopefully by the end of spring, and hopefully get our um, first depth chart before too long. So. Now let's flip over to the defense, and we'll start with the defensive line. Um, head coach Neil Brown mentioned in that press conference that it's going to be very important to establish a two-deep depth chart there as well, especially along the interior line where um, things are a little bit thinner. But he said he's been impressed with Darius Steele's to play the defensive tackle, and he says he fits their scheme and what they want to do very, very well, they feel like. Then also mentioned Dante Stills and Reese Donahue, which to be expected, uh, Reese Donahue has excellent experience. Dante Stills had a very impressive true freshman season. And then also mentions that Jeffrey Pooler and Tage Austin, who was one of those early en- enrollees that we mentioned earlier, he, they will be looking at as the de- at the, <coughs> excuse me, they will be looked at as defensive ends and hopefully be used as pass rushers along that offensive line, as well as the, the aforementioned Quandarius Qualls, who is moving to defensive end. So those are three guys they're really, really looking at to come off the edge as pass rushers in Jeffrey Pooler, Tage Austin, and Quandarius Qualls. It's going to be a lot like the offensive line and have a lot of competition during the spring to see who ends up running these spots. So a lot of position battles going on through the spring. spring rather. Can't talk today for some reason. i got to get it together. Linebacker. All right, so the West Virginia new West Virginia defensive scheme is going to employ four different linebacker positions, essentially. On the inside linebackers, you're going to have your Mike and your Bandit linebackers. Dylan Tonkery and Shea Campbell have been working at the Mike linebacker position, 
and Brendan Ferns, Exry Lowe, and Zach Sandwich have been working at the other inside linebacker position, the bandit position. Outside linebackers is kind of where it gets interesting here. You got the wheel linebacker and the spear position. Now, the wheel linebacker is kind of just your, uh, your traditional outside linebacker. And um, head coach Neil Brown mentioned Josh Chandler has been working out at the wheel linebacker spot and has had as good an offseason as anyone in the program, actually. So that's impressive to hear about the redshirt freshman. But then the spear position is um, a little bit different because the spear position is essentially a, like a nickelback. And so the people that are going to be working at that position are actually like hybrid safety linebacker types that it's essentially a glorified nickelback position, even though it's listed as an outside linebacker in the new scheme. And the guys that are working at that position are going to be um, your Giovanni Stewart, your Quantel Reigns, Dante Ponamico, and Diamante Lindsey. Then also in the summer and in the fall, when Osita Smith, who is expected to be a safety, comes in, he'll be working at this spear linebacker position as well. So even though it's technically an outside linebacker position, all the bodies that West Virginia's employing there are guys that have played safety for West Virginia in the past. So think of it as a hybrid linebacker, safety, nickelback position. That's the spear position. And then, as I'm sure some of you mentioned, that are uh, well-versed on the roster and a guy that's supposed to be taking over this year and make a big impact in the linebacker position, I failed to mention the name Vandarius Cowan. And that's not my mistake. That's because he wasn't mentioned in head coach's head coach Neil Brown's press conference on March 7th either. But um, some people in the, in the media sessions with the assistant coaches, Vic Coning was asked for comment on him, as well as West Virginia's inside linebacker coach Blake Seiler. And Vandarius Cowan is, you know, probably the most talented naturally gifted rather and you know prototypical linebacker size athleticism out of all the linebackers transfer from Alabama sat out last season eligible to go this season but the thing about Vandarius Cowan is he's had some off the field problems throughout his career Um, he was kicked off his high school team didn't get to participate in the Under Armour All-American game because of it and then was kicked off of Alabama which subsequently led to his transfer to West Virginia so he's currently dealing with his off-the-field issues, but hopefully he gets that taken care of. Um, I'll read you a little bit about what uh, Vic Coning had to say. Uh, defense coordinator Vic Coning said he's got some natural ability, but there's still some things he's got to work through to see if he can use that ability. We're spending a lot of time on him. There's a lot of investment. So they're not giving up on Vandarius Cowan. They're just, um, I guess you could say he's kind of in the doghouse at, at for the time being, but hopefully by the time spring rolls around and finishes up, He's got it on track and is ready to roll because he can be a big contributor. As uh, referenced by inside linebacker Blake Siler's comments, uh, Blake Siler said he can run and has great length for a linebacker. He's got defensive end length, longest guy in the linebacker group by far. He's athletic, and I think he can rush the quarterback and be a good blitzer. So high praise for Vandarius Cowan's skill set, and they're just putting a lot of time into him, hoping that he comes around off the field-wise, and if he does, um, Vanderius Cowan has the potential to be one of the best, if not the best player on the 2019 West Virginia defense. So Mountaineer fans need to hope that uh, he does come around in that aspect because that guy's got loads of talent. So hopefully we'll see that come to fruition. Moving on to cornerback, um, probably the most veteran group on West Virginia's roster, at least on the defensive side, but probably uh, maybe on the whole team. I'd put it, cornerback and running back are probably most veteran groups. Cornerback has... Four seniors, actually. So, I mean, that's that's big in its own. You got Keith Washington back, Josh Norwood back, Hakeem Bailey back, and Jordan Adams will also be a senior. 
And then Drashawn Miller will be available for the spring, the third of the early enrollees that we mentioned earlier. Well, second for now, the third is going to be safety carry Martin, but one of the three early enrollees we talked about earlier. And uh, Drashawn Miller was a top three junior college cornerback and a top ten junior college player overall. So he's got a great chance to contribute and in the, in the spring and earn a spot, and I think that he's got a great chance to do so. He's got great size. So Drashawn Miller's going to factor in there along with those other four seniors. So he's come in and done a great job in workouts was the quote about Drashawn Miller from head coach Neil Brown. So should be a lot of competition going on at cornerback this spring. Moving on to safety, um, head coach Neil Brown mentioned Kenny Robinson and Derek Pitts, which are probably your two favorites to be your starters at safety. I'd be very surprised if those weren't your two starters at safety. And then have some uh, experienced guys playing the reserve roles there. So we'll see how that goes. But head coach Neil Brown also said that Jacob Long, Jake Long has shown some real uh, promise at his new position during the offseason workouts. And then you still have Sean Mahone there at safety after making the move uh, back to safety from corner. And um, sorry, I lost my place on my notes here. I'm trying to see uh, what, I, what I've got here. Oh, Kerry Martin. Kerry Martin, the third of the three early enrollees, is um, also going to be around for the spring, and so he'll be looking to um, throw his name into the ring there to uh, contribute at safety and hopefully get a jump on some of the guys that won't be here until the summer or the fall. With him being early enrollee, he's got a great chance to possibly um, avoid a red shirt and maybe uh, steal a reserve spot there at the safety position. So, uh, Pretty good competition at safety as well. Uh, Kenny Robinson, Derek Pitts probably going to be your starters, but you still got guys like Jake Long, Sean Mahone, and Kerry Martin there competing in the, in the spring. So good depth there even in the spring before other guys um, get on campus. Now, special teams is uh, – We'll talk kicker position. You're probably going to still see Evan Staley in his junior season hold on to that job at kicker. And the biggest question of special teams will be the punting, the punter position, rather. Um, long snapper, you're probably still going to see Sunahara there. Um, got a couple other guys that can do that as well. But the punter position is wide open with the graduation of Billy Kenny. And um, the man who will win that job, or probably has the best chance to win that job, won't be arriving until the summer and be on, on uh, involved until fall camp. And that's going to be true freshman Colton McGee, who is a pretty high-rated kicker and punter. So don't be surprised if he takes over West Virginia's punting duties and possibly the kickoff duties, leaving Evans to only do kick uh, to only kick field goals. But during the spring, you're going to have to uh, see some somebody play that role until Colton McGee gets a chance, a crack at it. So, you know, if somebody uh, grabs hold of that role and does a good enough job, they may be able to hold off Colton McGee, but punters your big question mark there on special teams. So we'll see who handles those duties during the spring, as well as who uh, re- who becomes West Virginia's return man under the new coaching staff. You know, there's some some early favorites there. Of course, Marcus Sims has shown he can be explosive there. So I think the guys will be looking at at the return man. You know, per- purely speculation on my part, but I think you know Marcus Sims, Tevin Bush, Alex Sinkfield, Sam James. Uh, those are probably the most likely names to watch in a return man. Uh, <laughs> excuse me, I, I cannot talk today. I don't know what it is. I got to get it together, y'all. I'm sorry, but the return men competition. I think that those are four guys that you can look to be involved in that competition to be West Virginia's kick and/or punt returners. So that's a rundown of the positions, kind of briefly. Uh, just a little pre uh, spring practice preview. I say that five times fast. Whew. 
tell you, I can't say nothing five times fast today. I've got it. I've got tongue tied. I don't know what it is, but um, you know, got a little spring practice preview for you guys here on the podcast. Wanted to bring you guys that before spring practice starts. Um, going to be bringing updates periodically as spring practice progresses. Hopefully, do about one a week or so leading up to the spring game. Um, you know, if any scrimmages, any news that comes out from those, we will uh, bring you recaps of the scrimmages or just recaps of the practices in general. As soon as the depth chart comes uh, gets released, the first depth chart will be on to discuss that as well here on the Country Roads webcast. And hopefully should get one of those during the spring, but at the very least there will at least be one before the spring game or be able to be formulated due to who, run, who trots out there on the field first in the spring game. And then, of course, we'll bring you a spring game recap podcast as well once the spring game occurs and any news that goes along with that which uh, is likely to be the unveiling of West Virginia's new uniforms or at least that's uh, what is expected so uh, we'll see how that goes but that's big news uh, West Virginia get a new set of uniforms for 2019 and those are likely to be unveiled during the spring game on April 13th so a lot of lot of things coming up exciting time spring football about to get underway um, you know the I don't want to say the official kickoff to the football season, but it's a brief taste of football for a couple months before you get that summer break before fall camp comes back around, which is probably you could say is the official kickoff of the football season. But this is your chance to get the first glimpse at the 2019 Mountaineers. And, you know, it's big due to the new regime coming in, completely new staff, completely new schemes on both sides of the ball, new head coach, possibly new uniforms, and then position battles at many positions, including um, the signal caller at quarterback. So a big spring for West Virginia coming up, a lot going on, and um, we're looking forward to – Detailing it uh, for you guys that listen to us here for Mountaineer Nation from the Country Roads webcast. Brought to you by Trio 4 Productions, the official podcast of Almost Heaven Athletics. Found on the web at almostheavenathletics.com. And like I said, check out that position preview series uh, covered on almostheavenathletics.com. Articles detailing each position, the players, and a little bit about the players. Pretty great reads there. Check that out. Um, also, if you would, please uh, subscribe to us wherever you take in your podcast. You can just search for us, The Country Roads Webcast. We're on um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. Um, wherever you like to listen to your podcast, you can find us. We're all over the place. Subscribe to us on there. Um, leave us a review if you like. Rate us. And most importantly, share us as we try and grow this podcast and um our coverage of West Virginia Mountaineer sports and West Virginia Mountaineer football and reach out to more uh, members of Mountaineer Nation that love to hear Mountaineer football coverage. So with that being said, I guess that will pretty much wrap up the spring practice preview. Uh, like I said, we'll bring in more shows as the spring progresses and as the offseason progresses with Mountaineer football updates. As always, I'm your host, Jordan Cruz, and until next time, let's go Mountaineer. Hey, 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 hey,